Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. My name is David Cox. And my name is Josh Matheson. So this is our preface episode where basically we'll just give you an introduction as to who we are and uh, what our plan for this podcast is going to be. So uh, if we just start with you, David, uh, do you want to just uh, tell the listeners what it is that you do for a living, what you get up to? I certainly will. Um, so I am a performer, did sort of musical theatre and a bit of stage, that sort of thing. Um, and recently I do a lot of tour guiding because a lot of performers don't get all their money from just performing, which we won't try to bang on about too much on this. But yeah, I'm a tour guide in London and uh, that's allowed me to do a lot of reading, research, but it's all sort of quite sort of factual and that sort of thing. So we'll be relying on you for historical context at certain places. Yeah, but not putting the pressure on. I'm really scared to sort of go, oh, what date was that? And I'm yeah. not the best at that on my tours. I'm good at sort of, you know, convincing people. Um, the best compliment I ever got, because my degree is a BA in performance, which is the sort of sassiest thing you could ever imagine. <laughs> but it's when uh, and I uh, saw one on one of my tours. So, so we've, we've, did you master in history? And I was like, oh. I was like no, I, I stopped doing history in year nine. I was yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. at it. But, you know, it's good to be able to convince people. So but it's about telling a story, isn't it? At the end of the day, like making a history tour engaging. Like when I went to the Tower of London and the Beefeaters were, were telling you what happened there. What made it engaging was their ability to kind of tell a story rather than necessarily the facts themselves. Yeah, that's my favourite thing um, on tours, basically, is anytime you get to tell a story, um, you can sort of dramatise it and sometimes you exaggerate. But that's often when people are more engaged, more than you telling them about some brick that was thrown at a medieval cat or something <laughs> at a certain time or what date that house burnt down yeah More like who lived there and what did they eat for dinner and what was their life like in a yeah. day of yes yeah. exactly yeah yeah and josh what, what is it that you do so i am um, i'm an actor and a theater director um and then when i'm not doing either of those things i'm a voice coach i do a lot of voice and accent coaching um predominantly in theater uh, i work with a lot of actors who need to do sort of ac accent preparation for auditions and that sort of thing or working directly on shows um, so yeah, I'm, I, I feel very, very lucky that, you know, all of my work is super creative, but in lots mm. of different weird and wonderful ways. I mean, your dialect coaching is going to become important for this podcast in particular. Isn't well, it? I mean, well, yeah, we'll go into is... the details of that a bit later. <laughs> that is the plan. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, you can employ some skills. That is definitely a, uh, a key point <laughs> to bear in mind for later on. Um, so you said you do some directing and what, what have you been doing recently? Is there anything that yeah, so I just finished um, as the associate director and voice coach on a production of The Snow Queen at the Rose Theatre in Kingston, which was lovely. And I'm about to go on to a few more directing projects um, in, into 2020, which is good fun. Um, and then the rest of my time, as I say, I, I sort of uh, dabble in voice coaching and voice teaching in, in drama schools, teaching workshops, that sort of thing. Uh, as, a, as a side note, if you'd like to see Josh in action, you can actually look at him on the Ford Transit advert. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. He's the person in the van who gets woken up by the car horn. You have to wait to the, the very end so that you can see a close-up of my face asleep in a Ford Transit. Yeah, It looks very good. You definitely look like a little uni student moving Thank into you. his first house. Well, I, I, I was channeling that. So yes, that's... yes. No, I got that vibe from you. It just the process. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And um, yeah, my name's Matt. And from the 20th of January, you'll be able to see me salsering my butt off in the ensemble 
ensemble of On Your Feet, Wee. which is the Gloria Estefan musical. <laughs> um, I will be phoning you, Josh, for some um, <laughs> Cuban yeah. accent training Beautiful. because I'm not quite sure how I got this job with uh, with my current level of um, Spanish and Spanish accent. But there we yeah, go. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, it should be okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, you'll be able to see me in that. And we'll be working this podcast around that tour. And uh, hopefully we can keep these podcasts coming to you weekly, even when I'm away. So, Matt, why are we doing a book club podcast? So, basically, I really like reading. And a lot of my friends don't. And uh, I find it quite upsetting that I can't talk to a lot of my friends about what I've read or what I've been up to. Um, so... Um, an example of this is the the Game of Thrones series. So I really enjoyed reading the Game of Thrones books until they stopped because George R. R. Martin started doing the TV show and kind of got distracted doing that. And um, I found it really, really difficult for those kind of first, what, six, five, six years of the TV show because everybody was so far behind. And I was like, yes, finally, everybody knows about this world that I've been reading about for like the last three years. But everyone was so far behind. And I'm so like, I normally always give away things. I'm really bad with spoiling things. So I just had to sit in the corner and be quiet. And I mean, one of the things when we were on tour with David, we were doing Dreamboats and Petticoats, him and another cast member, Josh, were watching game of thrones and um well yeah josh was like sitting there the entire time going oh i really hope he dies i really hope he dies and obviously i knew he did but i had to just kind of sit there blank poker faced in the corner mm. trying not to give anything away i mean did did i give anything away no but it was i uh, he was absolutely right i didn't read any of them before watching the series but You'd be watching it together because you were watching it at the same time. Yeah, I think. But I'll every time knitting. there was something that was not quite because there was a lot of differences just for. Oh it yeah. Had to be. But every now and again there'd be something different. He'd be there going, not the same. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, it's fine. But yeah. I think no, it was it was really frustrating because they did change so many things from the books. And also, what what I did find frustrating, I'm really sorry, David, was the general ignorance of the world. I was like. <laughs> So they, they hate each other. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know why they hate each other? No. I'm like, well, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like you just, you just been told that there's this feud, but you have no idea of the history of these families or why they don't like each other. Yeah. Well, that's and, the same uh, as a lot of adaptations. You get spoon fed stuff, don't you? They just it's kind true. of like, you need to get this story in five minutes. So let's quickly just, you know, shorthand yeah. all of those things. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you do get that detail in a book. I suppose you don't. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. think the only thing where it was the opposite was The Hobbit, where it, they made three movies oh, out let's of one not book. Talk about The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. You and you just got Legolas running around, like you know, <laughs> oh, we're not part of this world. It's like you're not even part of the book. You're not meant to be in let's this movie. Let's take this what little children's doing? book and turn it into a three-part oh, saga. It's awful. I mean, I literally watched what dwarves roll down a river in barrels, barrels for yeah. about twenty minutes. Well, they did it, it was, for the three uh, D, didn't they? Mainly. I didn't notice that normally no, you get like, like a look over there. Suddenly like, a the arm ball comes out. out. I don't know. That's what I think that's what they did it. I it like Everyone becomes era. interested in a passing butterfly just because yeah. it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that was different. Avatar. That yeah. was what they did in Avatar. Everything was just jumping out. <laughs> Those little no things reason. that came off the tree, wasn't it? And they just like came out at you through the screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's here in Hackney. It just oh. gives you hair. <laughs> yeah. So no, so basically like, I mean, well, what, what what's your relationships with books currently? Are you guys readers or i mean because i've never actually discussed <clears throat> books with you that's why i've dragged you here well sure against our will yeah. yeah yes yes i 
I have I have a complicated relationship with books because I I do love reading and some of my sort of my best childhood memories are reading uh, really good children's books. Uh, but I think as I moved into adulthood, I really struggled to sort of prioritize reading. And I'm such a slow, I'm like the slowest reader I know. So it takes, I think it's probably because I'm inherently so dramatic. This bodes well. No, it's because <laughs> when I'm reading, when I'm reading a book, I'm reading it theatrically in my head. And, if, and I'm even aware that my tongue is moving as if I was speaking the words out loud. I can't. Oh, just... you're a mouth reader. Well, I don't open my mouth and my tongue's still doing all the stuff. <laughs> so I can't just read in my head and I certainly can't skim read because it, it all just goes, it all just goes in one ear and out the other. So oh, because I'm such a, it. yeah, I really right. do. So because I'm such a slow reader, I get frustrated at myself that it takes me so long to get through a book True. that I'm reading this book and I'm like six months down and I'm still only halfway through. And I'm like, do you know what? I can't. Now. I can't do it because I get annoyed with myself. And so as much as I'd like, and I'm the sort of person who buys the books, puts the books on a Christmas list. I've got so many book collections on my bookshelf. And yet I never get around to giving them a proper <laughs> read because I, because I just know that I'll get annoyed with myself. Yeah. So that, that's my issue, I think, with reading. Right. By myself, you, anyway. Yeah, it's, I think we are all sort of byproducts of the fact that we've got so many different other things going on. With like, You can listen to Spotify and, of course, we've got podcasts and... We're on our phones the whole time. So I always find like I go through peaks and troughs. So any sort of recent holiday I've been on, I'll bang out sort of like 200 pages in a day and you come out of it feeling like, oh yeah, you accomplished this is, something. This is the new beginning of me in 2019. <laughs> I'm going to re-become a new me, a reader. <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> and then you don't. You don't. Um, and I, yeah, I've got, I've got a book in my bag. I've read three pages of it. And you've and just carried it around London. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I will You're take your it back guides. to South East London <laughs> today, having not read a page. I've taken some books on very long and elaborate holidays, only to just stay in the bag and then come back with me. They're so they've got on some lovely time. destinations. Yeah, they're really clocking up the air miles. You should get the passport people to really, stand on for you. <laughs> your books have been further than 90% of the world's population. Yeah, That's exactly. It. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh. So neither of you are actually reading anything at the moment then, or or is it the case that you've forgotten that you're halfway through reading something? Oh, I think or? there's a, a number of things I've forgotten I'm halfway through. No, I am reading something at the minute, but I'm only reading it because for work, because I've got to, I'm adapting uh, a book for the stage at the minute. So I'm having, I'm so I'm being forced uh, to, to, to get through this book so that I can digest it. And what book's that? And the Odyssey, Homer's Odyssey. Oh, okay. Wow. The Greek, that one. the Greek epic. That I mean, is. that's a classic. We might be able to do that. Then you Maybe. can read, you can do two birds. In one well, stone. there you go. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough old read. Oh, okay, uh, you maybe really got to suck out the, the the inherent drama that's with it because there's a lot of right. Greek ceremony and and they a lot of repetition because of it comes from the oral tradition. So it's a hard read, um, but I'm having to do it because you know I'm having I'm being paid to read it, so that's okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm reading at the minute. Well, that's the dream being paid. Well, that's my dream anyway. Being, being paid, paid to, to read. read. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love that be great so basically i decided that in order to get my friends into books i'm probably gonna have to find a way to kind of force them to read them so uh, this podcast is purely selfish i'm not gonna lie i've literally dragged two of my friends into this room so that they will discuss books with me and um hopefully we'll end up being better friends at the end of it and you won't despise me for it <laughs> um so the reason why you guys don't have to read the book to be part of this book club is that Josh is actually going to read the book to us. That's correct. So that's why him being a dialect coach earlier was so important, because um, we're, we're going to try and make these books a little bit more interesting for you and a little bit more um, easy to listen to. 
uh, unlike a lot of audiobooks or audio podcasts out there where it's just one person in a room reading very blandly to themselves mm. um, these books. So um, now the reason why we thought of Josh for reading this is actually because of this really cute Christmas present he made for his sister. Do you want to tell us about... Yeah, well, I, I, all credit has to go to my wife, Beth, because she came up with this idea and sort of coerced me into doing it. But it turned out rather well. So uh, my uh, sister loves listening to uh, the Harry Potter audiobooks, uh, famously read by Stephen Fry. Uh, but she decided she didn't, she didn't really like Stephen's interpretation of the characters as and when. And she always used to moan about it. She's like, oh, I've got them. And I listen to them before I go to sleep. I don't really like the way that Stephen pronounces some of the words. <laughs> so then... Uh, Is it like the magic words? Is he like... Oh, I don't know. I Hypogriff think, or something like no, that. He does he things like... like, he pronounces it Hogwarts, I think. Oh, and she did a, okay. like, yeah, little things wing. like that that she, <laughs> that she really didn't get on board with. So then uh, my wife was like, why don't you record it for her and it would just be like a little gift like that you can give to her and i was like all right that's quite an investment I'm yeah sure. it's a lot of a lot so of hours for that for her christmas present that year i recorded harry potter and the philosopher's stone um as an audio book and and i did all of the um you know, the characters as per sort of as, as i know that she would have liked them sort of in sort of concurrent with the film and those sorts of things and um and she loved it and then so since i've done uh the Chamber of Secrets, and you I'm, know uh, they get longer, don't you? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm dreading what? getting to Order of the oh, Phoenix. Man. Goblet of Fire, so is so big. Anyway, so big. Uh, yeah, so it's fun. So I've got used to that kind of process. Can you do like a Twilight and just kind of half it? You just rip it into. Well, they, well, they did that with the film. No, that's true. They? They so, like, you just... could literally do like, you know what? I'm not going to get this whole book. This done Christmas, in one year. I'm going to do Goblet of Fire Part One. Yes, exactly. Do a page a day for the next three years, mate. If they can, if Warner Brothers can do it, then you can that's do true. it. That's true. That's true. So that's where it came from, and it was a present that went down very well with my sister, um, and sort of opened up this realm of me dramatizing fiction which Matt quite liked the idea of. Yeah, I really like the idea of it. The thing I should stress now is that I've not actually heard the recording. No, that's true. So um, <laughs> I'm, could be I'm awful. Really hoping you're good at this. You Hello, take, Harry. How's it, it going? Taking a punt on me. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. It'd be like me doing Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Very good. <laughs> Yeah, Scottish is not on my CV, (laughs) which is bad seeing as my dad is Scottish. Okay. Never mind. Anyway, so after reaching Stillman, if you'd like to get involved in the the conversation about the book with us, um, you can actually contact us on our email, which is uh, thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Or on our Twitter, of course, which is at lazybookclubpod. And Instagram's exactly the same, at lazybookclubpod. So um, we should probably announce what our first book is going to be. Nothing as good a time as any. Yeah. Do you want to do the honours? I can. Since yeah. you're going to be reading it. No, wonderful. The first book in the Lazy Book Club podcast series is Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. And I love that you got the title right. I did. Since <laughs> I've written it wrong on your cue sheet. A bit sheet. of a red herring. <laughs> yes, isn't it? It's written here. Alice in Wonderland. No. Yeah. Was it? Did they call the film Alice's Adventures in Wonderland? No. Uh, the Disney one, I don't know. The Johnny Depp one. No, the Tim Burton one was definitely called Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. So that's where I've gotten it wrong from. I'm pretty sure that was. We we'll have to Google that. Oh, yeah, There's going to be people screaming at you right now. I know. Probably. Listeners, <laughs> you yeah, know or not. Like, I don't know. We're not interested in the <laughs> film First adaptation. Correction of we're the series. In, <laughs> we're interested in the literature. Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. So, has anyone read Alice's Adventures in Wonderland yet? No. Out of you two, no, how I- much do you know about it? My only knowledge of it is probably from the animated Disney, I think. Um, so yeah. I, prob- I could probably 
uh, summarize the story, but not the yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. I I've directed a production of it, which oh, was well, a go. little bit more accurate well. than Tim Burton. So right. I think I, I know some of the the, the, the quirkier elements. Because you're story. a better director than Tim Burton. <laughs> no, I didn't write. Bang. I yeah, didn't write it. Uh, That's going to become a feature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you'd like to join us for the first installment of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, then tune into the next podcast below. We'll see you there.